Welcome back to the weekly Bible reading. This is week 15. This week we're going to read Numbers chapters 18 through 27. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we read your word today, we pray that we would understand a little bit more about what you have been doing to cleanse us, to make us holy, to make us pure and free from sin in your sight, and how that was required for us to come into your presence, the holy and perfect God. We pray that you would continue to cleanse us and draw us to you, and that we would desire to be holy and pure just for you. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Numbers, chapter 18. Yahweh said to Aaron, You and your sons and your father's house with you shall bear the iniquity of the sanctuary, and you and your sons with you shall bear the iniquity of your priesthood. Bring your brothers also, the tribe of Levi, the tribe of your father, near with you, that they may be joined to you and minister to you, but you and your sons with you shall be before the tent of the testimony. They shall keep your commands and the duty of the whole tent, only they shall not come near to the vessels of the sanctuary and to the altar, that they not die, neither they nor you. They shall be joined to you and keep the responsibility of the tent of meeting, for all the service of the tent. A stranger shall not come near to you. You shall perform the duty of the sanctuary and the duty of the altar, that there be no more wrath on the children of Israel. Behold, I myself have taken your brothers, the Levites, from among the children of Israel. They are a gift to you, dedicated to Yahweh, to do the service of the tent of meeting. You and your sons with you shall keep your priesthood for everything of the altar, and for that within the veil. You shall serve. I give you the service of the priesthood as a gift. The stranger who comes near shall be put to death. Yahweh spoke to Aaron, Behold, I myself have given you the command of my wave offerings, even all the holy things of the children of Israel. I have given them to you by reason of the anointing, and to your sons as a portion forever. This shall be yours of the most holy things from the fire. Every offering of theirs, even every meal offering of theirs, and every sin offering of theirs, and every trespass offering of theirs, which they shall render to me, shall be most holy for you and for your sons. You shall eat of it like the most holy things. Every male shall eat of it. It shall be holy to you. This is yours too, the wave offering of their gift. Even all the wave offerings of the children of Israel I have given them to you and to your sons and to your daughters with you as a portion forever. Everyone who is clean in your house shall eat of it. I have given to you all the best of the oil, all the best of the vintage, and of the grain, the first fruits of them which they give to Yahweh. The first fruits of all that is in their land which they bring to Yahweh shall be yours. Everyone who is clean in your house shall eat of it. Everything devoted in Israel shall be yours. Everything that opens the womb of all flesh which they offer to Yahweh, both of man and animal, shall be yours. Nevertheless, you shall surely redeem the firstborn of man, and you shall redeem the firstborn of unclean animals. You shall redeem those who are to be redeemed of them from a month old, according to your estimation, for five shekels of money, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, which weighs twenty geras. 
but you shall not redeem the firstborn of a cow or the firstborn of a sheep or the firstborn of a goat they are holy you shall sprinkle their blood on the altar and shall burn their fat for an offering made by fire for a pleasant aroma to yahweh their meat shall be yours as the wave offering breast and as the right thigh it shall be yours all the wave offerings of the holy things which the children of israel offer to yahweh i have given you and your sons and your daughters with you as a portion forever it is a covenant of salt forever before yahweh to you and to your offspring with you yahweh said to aaron you shall have no inheritance in their land neither shall you have any portion among them i am your portion and your inheritance among the children of israel to the children of levi behold i have given all the tithe in israel for an inheritance in return for their service which they serve even the service of the tent of meeting henceforth the children of israel shall not come near the tent of meeting lest they bear sin and die but the levites shall do the service of the tent of meeting and they shall bear their iniquity it shall be a statute forever throughout your generations among the children of israel they shall have no inheritance for the tithe of the children of israel which they offer as a wave offering to yahweh i have given to the levites for an inheritance therefore i have said to them among the children of israel they shall have no inheritance yahweh spoke to moses saying moreover you shall speak to the levites and tell them when you take of the children of israel the tithe which i have given you from them for your inheritance then you shall offer up a wave offering of it for yahweh a tithe of the tithe your wave offering shall be credited to you as though it were the grain of the threshing floor and as the fullness of the winepress thus you also shall offer a wave offering to yahweh of all your tithes which you receive of the children of israel and of it you shall give yahweh's wave offering to aaron the priest out of all your gifts you shall offer every wave offering to yahweh of all its best parts even the holy part of them therefore you shall tell them when you heave its best from it then it shall be credited to the levites as the increase of the threshing floor and as the increase of the winepress you may eat it anywhere you and your households for it is your reward in return for your service in the tent of meeting you shall bear no sin by reason of it when you have heaved from it its best you shall not profane the holy things of the children of israel that you not die chapter nineteen yahweh spoke to moses and to aaron saying this is the statute of the law which yahweh has commanded tell the children of israel to bring you a red heifer without spot in which is no defect and which was never yoked you shall give her to eleazar the priest and he shall bring her outside of the camp and one shall kill her before his face eleazar the priest shall take some of her blood with his finger and sprinkle her blood toward the front of the tent of meeting seven times one shall burn the heifer in his sight her skin and her meat and her blood with her dung shall he burn the priest shall take cedar wood hyssop and scarlet and cast it into the middle of the burning of the heifer then the priest shall wash his clothes and he shall bathe his flesh in water and afterward he shall come into the camp and the priest shall be unclean until the evening he who burns her shall wash his clothes in water and bathe his flesh in water and shall be unclean until the evening a man who is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer 
and lay them up outside of the camp in a clean place, and it shall be kept for the congregation of the children of Israel, for use in water for cleansing impurity. It is a sin offering. He who gathers the ashes of the heifer shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. It shall be to the children of Israel and to the stranger who lives as a foreigner among them for a statute forever. He who touches the dead body of any man shall be unclean seven days. He shall purify himself with water on the third day, and on the seventh day he shall be clean. But if he doesn't purify himself the third day, then the seventh day he shall not be clean. Whoever touches a dead body, the person of a man who has died and doesn't purify himself, defiles Yahweh's tabernacle, and that soul shall be cut off from Israel. Because the water for impurity was not sprinkled on him, he shall be unclean. His uncleanness is yet on him. This is the law when a man dies in a tent. Everyone who comes into the tent and everyone who is in the tent shall be unclean seven days. Every open vessel which has no covering bound on it is unclean. Whoever in the open field touches one who is slain with a sword, or a dead body, or a bone of a man, or a grave, shall be unclean seven days. For the unclean they shall take of the ashes of the burning of the sin offering, and running water shall be poured on them in a vessel. A clean person shall take hyssop, dip it in the water, and sprinkle it on the tent, on all the vessels, on the persons who were there, and on him who touched the bone, or the slain, or the dead, or the grave. The clean person shall sprinkle on the unclean on the third day, and on the seventh day. On the seventh day he shall purify him, he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water, and shall be clean at evening. But the man who shall be unclean, and shall not purify himself, that soul shall be cut off from among the assembly, because he has defiled the sanctuary of Yahweh. The water for impurity has not been sprinkled on him. He is unclean. It shall be a perpetual statute to them. He who sprinkles the water for impurity shall wash his clothes, and he who touches the water for impurity shall be unclean until evening. Whatever the unclean person touches shall be unclean, and the soul that touches it shall be unclean until evening. Chapter 20 the children of Israel, even the whole congregation, came into the wilderness of Zin in the first month. The people stayed in Kadesh. Miriam died there and was buried there. There was no water for the congregation, and they assembled themselves together against Moses and against Aaron. The people quarreled with Moses and spoke, saying, We wished that we had died when our brothers died before Yahweh. Why have you brought Yahweh's assembly into this wilderness, that we should die there, we and our animals? Why have you made us to come up out of Egypt to bring us in this evil place? It is no place of seed, or of figs, or of vines, or of pomegranates, neither is there any water to drink. Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly to the door of the tent of meeting and fell on their faces. Yahweh's glory appeared to them. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Take the rod and assemble the congregation, you and Aaron your brother, and speak to the rock before their eyes, that it pour out its water. You shall bring water to them out of the rock, so you shall give the congregation and their livestock drink. Moses took the rod from before Yahweh as he commanded him. Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock, and he said to them, Hear now, you rebels! 
Shall we bring water out of this rock for you? Moses lifted up his hand and struck the rock with his rod twice, and water came out abundantly. The congregation and their livestock drank. Yahweh said to Moses and Aaron, Because you didn't believe in me to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. These are the waters of Meribah, because the children of Israel strove with Yahweh, and he was sanctified in them. Moses sent messengers from Kadesh to the king of Edom, saying, Your brother Israel says, You know all the travail that has happened to us, how our fathers went down into Egypt, and we lived in Egypt a long time. The Egyptians mistreated us and our fathers. When we cried to Yahweh, he heard our voice, sent an angel, and brought us out of Egypt. Behold, we are in Kadesh, a city in the edge of your border. Please, let us pass through your land. We will not pass through field or through vineyard, neither will we drink from the water of the wells. We will go along the king's highway. We will not turn away to the right hand nor to the left until we have passed your border. Edom said to him, You shall not pass through me, lest I come out with the sword against you. The children of Israel said to him, We will go up by the highway, and if we drink your water, I and my livestock, then I will give its price. Only let me, without doing anything else, pass through on my feet. He said, You shall not pass through. Edom came out against him with many people and with a strong hand. Thus Edom refused to give Israel passage through his border. So Israel turned away from him. They traveled from Kadesh, and the children of Israel, even the whole congregation, came to Mount Hor. Yahweh spoke to Moses and Aaron in Mount Hor, by the border of the land of Edom, saying, Aaron shall be gathered to his people, for he shall not enter into the land which I have given to the children of Israel, because you rebelled against my word at the waters of Meribah. Take Aaron and Eleazar his son, and bring them up to Mount Hor, and strip Aaron of his garments, and put them on Eleazar his son. Aaron shall be gathered, and shall die there. Moses did as Yahweh commanded. They went up on to Mount Hor in the sight of all the congregation. Moses stripped Aaron of his garments, and put them on Eleazar his son. Aaron died there on the top of the mountain, and Moses and Eleazar came down from the mountain. When all the congregation saw that Aaron was dead, they wept for Aaron thirty days, even all the house of Israel. Chapter 21 The Canaanite, the king of Arad, who lived in the south, heard that Israel came by the way of Atharim. He fought against Israel and took some of them captive. Israel vowed a vow to Yahweh and said, If you will indeed deliver this people into my hand, then I will utterly destroy their cities. Yahweh listened to the voice of Israel and delivered up the Canaanites, and they utterly destroyed them in their cities. The name of the place was called Hormah. They traveled from Mount Hor by the way to the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. The soul of the people was very discouraged because of the journey. The people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, there is no water, and our soul loathes this disgusting food. Yahweh sent venomous snakes among the people, and they bit the people. Many people of Israel died. The people came to Moses and said, We have sinned because we have spoken against Yahweh and against you. Pray to Yahweh that he take away the serpents from us. Moses prayed for the people. Yahweh said to Moses, 
Make a venomous snake and set it on a pole. It shall happen that everyone who is bitten, when he sees it, shall live. Moses made a serpent of bronze and set it on the pole. If a serpent had bitten any man, when he looked at the serpent of bronze, he lived. The children of Israel traveled and encamped at Oboth. They traveled from Oboth and encamped at Ibirim, in the wilderness which is before Moab, toward the sunrise. From there they traveled and encamped in the valley of Zered. From there they traveled and encamped on the other side of the Arnon, which is in the wilderness, that comes out of the border of the Amorites. For the Arnon is the border of Moab, between Moab and the Amorites. Therefore it is said in the book of the wars of Yahweh, Bab and Sufa, the valleys of the Arnon, the slope of the valleys that incline toward the dwelling of Ar, leans on the border of Moab. From there they traveled to Beer, that is, the well of which Yahweh said to Moses, Gather the people together, and I will give them water. Then Israel sang this song. Spring up, well, sing to it, the well which the princes dug, which the nobles of the people dug, with the scepter and with their poles. From the wilderness they traveled to Matana, and from Matana to Nahaliel, and from Nahaliel to Bamoth, and from Bamoth to the valley that is in the field of Moab, to the top of Pisgah, which looks down on the desert. Israel sent messengers to Sihon, king of the Amorites, saying, Let me pass through your land. We will not turn away into field or vineyard. We will not drink of the water of the wells. We will go by the king's highway until we have passed your border. Sihon would not allow Israel to pass through his border, but Sihon gathered all his people together and went out against Israel into the wilderness and came to Jahaz. He fought against Israel. Israel struck him with the edge of the sword and possessed his land from the Arnon to the Jabbok, even to the children of Ammon, for the border of the children of Ammon was fortified. Israel took all these cities. Israel lived in all the cities of the Amorites, in Heshbon and in all its villages, for Heshbon was the city of Sihon, the king of the Amorites, who had fought against the former king of Moab, and taken all his land out of his hand, even to the Arnon. Therefore, those who speak in Proverbs say, Come to Heshbon, let the city of Sihon be built and established. For a fire has gone out of Heshbon, a flame from the city of Sihon. It has devoured Ar of Moab, the lords of the high places of the Arnon. Woe to you, Moab! You are undone, people of Chemosh. He has given his sons as fugitives and his daughters into captivity to Sihon, king of the Amorites. We have shot at them. Heshbon has perished even to Dibon. We have laid waste even to Nopha, which reaches to Mediba. Thus Israel lived in the land of the Amorites. Moses sent to spy out Jazer. They took its villages and drove out the Amorites who were there. They turned and went up by the way of Bashan. Og, the king of Bashan, went out against them, he and all his people, to battle at Edrai. Yahweh said to Moses, Don't fear him, for I have delivered him into your hand, with all his people and his land. You shall do to him as you did to Sihon, king of the Amorites, who lived at Heshbon. So they struck him with his sons and all his people, until there were no survivors, and they possessed his land. Chapter 22 the children of Israel traveled and encamped in the plains of Moab beyond the Jordan at Jericho. Balak, the son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. Moab was very afraid of the people, because they were many. Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. Moab said to the elders of Midian, 
Now this multitude will lick up all that is around us, as the ox licks up the grass of the field. Balak, the son of Zippor, was king of Moab at that time. He sent messengers to Balaam, the son of Beor, to Pethor, which is by the river, to the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, there is a people who came out of Egypt. Behold, they cover the surface of the earth, and they are staying opposite me. Please come now, therefore, and curse this people for me, for they are too mighty for me. Perhaps I shall prevail, that we may strike them, and that I may drive them out of the land. For I know that he whom you bless is blessed, and he whom you curse is cursed. The elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed, with the rewards of divination in their hand. They came to Balaam and spoke to him the words of Balak. He said to them, Lodge here this night, and I will bring you word again, as Yahweh shall speak to me. The princes of Moab stayed with Balaam. God came to Balaam and said to him, Who are these men with you? Balaam said to God, Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, has said to me, Behold, the people that has come out of Egypt covers the surface of the earth. Now come curse them for me. Perhaps I shall be able to fight against them and shall drive them out. God said to Balaam, You shall not go with them. You shall not curse the people, for they are blessed. Balaam rose up in the morning and said to the princes of Balak, Go to your land, for Yahweh refuses to permit me to go with you. The princes of Moab rose up, and they went to Balak, and said, Balaam refuses to come with us. Balak again sent princes more and more honorable than they. They came to Balaam and said to him, Balak the son of Zippor says, Please let nothing hinder you from coming to me, for I will promote you to very great honor, and whatever you say to me I will do. Please come, therefore, and curse this people for me. Balaam answered the servants of Balak, If Balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold, I can't go beyond the word of Yahweh my God, to do less or more. Now therefore, please stay here tonight as well, that I may know what else Yahweh will speak to me. God came to Balaam at night and said to him, If the men have come to call you, rise up, go with them. But only the word which I speak to you, that you shall do. Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his donkey and went with the princes of Moab. God's anger burned because he went, and Yahweh's angel placed himself in the way as an adversary against him. Now he was riding on his donkey, and his two servants were with him. The donkey saw Yahweh's angel standing in the way with his sword drawn in his hand, and the donkey turned out of the path and went into the field. Balaam struck the donkey to turn her into the path. Then Yahweh's angel stood in a narrow path between the vineyards, a wall being on this side and a wall on that side. The donkey saw Yahweh's angel, and she thrust herself to the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. He struck her again. Yahweh's angel went further and stood in a narrow place where there was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. The donkey saw Yahweh's angel, and she lay down under Balaam, Balaam's anger burned, and he struck the donkey with his staff. Yahweh opened the mouth of the donkey, and she said to Balaam, What have I done to you that you have struck me these three times? Balaam said to the donkey, Because you have mocked me, I wished there were a sword in my hand, for now I would have killed you. The donkey said to Balaam, 
am i not your donkey on which you have ridden all your life long until to-day was i ever in the habit of doing so to you he said no then yahweh opened the eyes of balaam and he saw yahweh's angel standing in the way with his sword drawn in his hand and he bowed his head and fell on his face yahweh's angel said to him why have you struck your donkey these three times behold i have come out as an adversary because your way is perverse before me the donkey saw me and turned away before me these three times unless she had turned away from me surely now i would have killed you and saved her alone balaam said to yahweh's angel i have sinned for i didn't know that you stood in the way against me now therefore if it displeases you i will go back again yahweh's angel said to balaam go with the men but you shall only speak the word that i shall speak to you so balaam went with the princes of balak when balak heard that balaam had come he went out to meet him to the city of moab which is on the border of the arnon which is in the uttermost part of the border balak said to balaam didn't i earnestly send for you to summon you why didn't you come to me am i not able indeed to promote you to honor balaam said to balak behold i have come to you have i now any power at all to speak anything i will speak the word that god puts in my mouth balaam went with balak and they came to kiriath huzzah balak sacrificed cattle and sheep and sent to balaam and to the princes who were with him in the morning balak took balaam and brought him up into the high places of baal and he saw from there part of the people chapter twenty three Balaam said to Balak, Build here seven altars for me, and prepare here seven bulls and seven rams for me. Balak did as Balaam had spoken, and Balak and Balaam offered on every altar a bull and a ram. Balaam said to Balak, Stand by your burnt offering, and I will go. Perhaps Yahweh will come to meet me. Whatever he shows me, I will tell you. He went to a bare height. God met Balaam, and he said to him, I have prepared the seven altars, and I have offered up a bull and a ram on every altar. Yahweh put a word in Balaam's mouth, and he said, Return to Balak, and thus you shall speak. He returned to him, and behold, he was standing by his burnt offering, he and all the princes of Moab. He took up his parable and said, From Aram has Balak brought me, the king of Moab from the mountains of the east. Come, curse Jacob for me come defy israel how shall i curse whom god has not cursed how shall i defy whom yahweh has not defied for from the top of the rocks i see him from the hills i see him behold it is a people that dwells alone and shall not be listed among the nations who can count the dust of jacob or count the fourth part of israel let me die the death of the righteous let my last end be like his Balak said to Balaam, What have you done to me? I took you to curse my enemies, and behold, you have blessed them altogether. He answered and said, Must I not take heed to speak that which Yahweh puts in my mouth? Balak said to him, Please come with me to another place where you may see them. You shall see just part of them, and shall not see them all. Curse them from there for me. 
he took him into the field of Zophon to the top of Pisgah, and built seven altars, and offered up a bull and a ram on every altar. He said to Balak, Stand here by your burnt offering while I meet God over there. Yahweh met Balaam and put a word in his mouth and said, Return to Balak and say this. He came to him, and behold, he was standing by his burnt offering, and the princes of Moab with him. Balak said to him, What has Yahweh spoken? He took up his parable and said, Rise up, Balak, and hear. Listen to me, you son of Zippor. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Behold, I have received a command to bless. He has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. He has not seen iniquity in Jacob, neither has he seen perverseness in Israel. Yahweh his God is with him. The shout of a king is among them. God brings them out of Egypt. He has, as it were, the strength of the wild ox. Surely there is no enchantment with Jacob, neither is there any divination with Israel. Now it shall be said of Jacob, And of Israel, what has God done? Behold, a people raises up as a lioness. As a lion he lifts himself up. He shall not lie down until he eats of the prey and drinks the blood of the slain. Balak said to Balaam, Neither curse them at all nor bless them at all. But Balaam answered Balak, Did I not tell you, saying, All that Yahweh speaks that I must do? Balak said to Balaam, Come now, and I will take you to another place. Perhaps it will please God that you may curse them for me from there. Balak took Balaam to the top of Peor that looks down on the desert. Balaam said to Balak, Build seven altars for me here, and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for me here. Balak did, as Balaam had said, and offered up a bull and a ram on every altar. Chapter 24 When Balaam saw that it pleased Yahweh to bless Israel, he didn't go, as at the other times, to use divination, but he set his face toward the wilderness. Balaam lifted up his eyes, and he saw Israel dwelling according to their tribes, and the Spirit of God came on him. He took up his parable and said, Balaam the son of Beor says, The man whose eyes are opened says, He says, Who hears the words of God, Who sees the vision of the Almighty, Falling down and having his eyes open. How godly are your tents, Jacob, And your dwellings, Israel! As valleys they are spread out, As gardens by the riverside, as aloes which Yahweh has planted, as cedar trees beside the waters. Water shall flow from his buckets, his seed shall be in many waters, his king shall be higher than Agag, his kingdom shall be exalted. God brings him out of Egypt. He has, as it were, the strength of the wild ox. He shall consume the nations, his adversaries, shall break their bones in pieces, and pierce them with his arrows. He couched, he lay down as a lion, as a lioness, who shall rouse him up? Everyone who blesses you is blessed. Everyone who curses you is cursed. Balak's anger burned against Balaam, and he struck his hands together. Balak said to Balaam, I called you to curse my enemies, and behold now, you have altogether blessed them these three times. Therefore, flee to your place now. I thought to promote you to great honor, but behold, Yahweh has kept you back from honor. Balaam said to Balak, 
didn't I also tell your messengers whom you sent to me, saying, If Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I can't go beyond Yahweh's word to do either good or bad from my own mind. I will say what Yahweh says. Now behold, I go to my people. Come, I will inform you what this people shall do to your people in the latter days. He took up his parable and said, Balaam the son of Beor says, Man whose eyes are open says, He says who hears the words of God, knows the knowledge of the Most High, and who sees the vision of the Almighty, falling down and having his eyes open. I see him, but not now. I see him, but not near. A star will come out of Jacob, a scepter will rise out of Israel, and shall strike through the corners of Moab, and crush all the sons of Sheth. Edom shall be a possession, Seir, his enemies, also shall be a possession. While Israel does valiantly, out of Jacob shall one have dominion, and shall destroy the remnant from the city. He looked at Amalek, and took up his parable, and said, Amalek was the first of the nations, but his latter end shall come to destruction. He looked at the Kenite, and took up his parable, and said, Your dwelling place is strong, your nest is set in the rock. Nevertheless, Cain shall be wasted, until Asher carries you away captive. He took up his parable, and said, Alas, who shall live when God does this? But ships shall come from the coast of Kittim. They shall afflict Asher, and shall afflict Eber. He also shall come to destruction. Balaam rose up, and went, and returned to his place. And Balak also went his way. Chapter 25 Israel stayed in Shittim, and the people began to play the prostitute with the daughters of Moab, for they called the people to the sacrifices of their gods. The people ate and bowed down to their gods. Israel joined himself to Baal Peor, and Yahweh's anger burned against Israel. Yahweh said to Moses, Take all the chiefs of the people and hang them up to Yahweh before the sun, that the fierce anger of Yahweh may turn away from Israel. Moses said to the judges of Israel, Everyone kill his men who have joined themselves to Baal Peor. Behold, one of the children of Israel came and brought to his brothers a Midianite woman in the sight of Moses and in the sight of all the congregation of the children of Israel while they were weeping at the door of the tent of meeting. When Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, saw it, he rose up from the middle of the congregation and took a spear in his hand he went after the man of Israel into the pavilion and thrust both of them through, the man of Israel and the woman, through her body. So the plague was stopped among the children of Israel. Those who died by the plague were twenty-four thousand. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Phinehas the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, has turned my wrath away from the children of Israel, in that he was jealous with my jealousy among them so that I didn't consume the children of Israel in my jealousy. Therefore say, Behold, I give to him my covenant of peace. It shall be to him, and to his offspring after him, the covenant of an everlasting priesthood, because he was jealous for his God, and made atonement for the children of Israel. Now the name of the man of Israel that was slain, who was slain with the Midianite woman, was Zimri, the son of Salu, a prince of a father's house among the Simeonites. The name of the Midianite woman who was slain was Cosby, the daughter of Zur. He was head of the people of a father's house in Midian. 
Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Harass the Midianites and strike them, for they harassed you with their wiles, wherein they have deceived you in the matter of Peor, and in the incident regarding Cosby, the daughter of the prince of Midian, their sister who was slain in the day of the plague in the matter of Peor. Chapter 26 After the plague, Yahweh spoke to Moses, and Eleazar the son of Aaron, the priest, saying, Take a census of all the congregation of the children of Israel, from twenty years old and upward, by their fathers' houses, all who are able to go out to war in Israel. Moses and Eleazar the priest spoke with them in the plains of Moab by the Jordan at Jericho, saying, Take a census from twenty years old and upward, as Yahweh commanded Moses and the children of Israel. These are those that came out of the land of Egypt, Reuben the firstborn of Israel, the sons of Reuben, of Hanok the family of the Hanakites, of Palu the family of the Paluites, of Hezron the family of the Hezronites, of Carmi the family of the Carmites. These are the families of the Reubenites. And those who were counted of them were forty-three thousand seven hundred thirty. The sons of Palu, Eliab, the sons of Eliab, Nemuel, Dathan, and Abiram. These are the Dathan and Abiram, who were called by the congregation, who rebelled against Moses and against Aaron and the company of Korah, when they rebelled against Yahweh, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up together with Korah, when that company died. At the time the fire devoured two hundred fifty men, and they became a sign. Notwithstanding, the sons of Korah didn't die. The sons of Simeon, after their families, of Nimuel the family of the Nimuelites, of Jamin the family of the Jamanites, of Jacob the family of the Jaconites, of Zerah the family of the Zerahites, of Shaul the family of the Shaluites. These are the families of the Simeonites, 22,200. The sons of Gad, after their families, of Zephon the family of the Zephonites, of Haggai the family of the Haggites, of Shuni the family of the Shunites, of Ozni the family of the Oznites, of Eri the family of the Erites, of Arad the family of the Eridites, of Erali the family of the Eralites. These are the families of the sons of Gad, according to those who are counted of them, forty thousand and five hundred. The sons of Judah, Ur and Onan. Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan. The sons of Judah after their families were, of Shelah the family of the Shelanites, of Perez the family of the Perizzites, of Zerah the family of the Zerahites. The sons of Perez were, of Hezron the family of the Hezronites, of Hamuel the family of the Hamuelites, these are the families of Judah, according to those who are counted of them, 76,500. The sons of Issachar, after their families, of Tola, the family of the Tolites, of Puva, the family of the Punites, of Jashub, the family of the Jashubites, of Shimron, the family of the Shimronites. These are the families of Issachar, according to those who are counted of them, 64,300. The sons of Zebulun, after their families, of Sered, the family of the Seredites, of Elon, the family of the Elonites, of Jahleel, the family of the Jahleelites. These are the families of the Zebulonites, according to those who were counted of them, 60,500. The sons of Joseph, after their families, Manasseh and Ephraim. The sons of Manasseh, of Maker, the family of the Makerites. And Maker became the father of Gilead, of Gilead, the family of the Gileadites. These are the sons of Gilead, of Aizer, the family of the Aizerites, of Helek, the family of the Helekites, of Azrael, the family of the Azraelites, and Shechem, the family of the Shechemites, and Shemida, the family of the Shemidaites. 
and Hefer, the family of the Heferites. Zelophehad, the son of Hefer, had no sons, but daughters, and the names of the daughters of Zelophehad were Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Tirzah. These are the families of Manasseh. Those who were counted of them were 52,700. These are the sons of Ephraim after their families, of Shethelah, the family of the Shethelites, of Beker, the family of the Bekerites, of Tahan, the family of the Tahanites. These are the sons of Shethelah, of Aran, the family of the Aranites. These are the families of the sons of Ephraim, according to those who were counted of them, 32,500. These are the sons of Joseph after their families, the sons of Benjamin after their families, of Bela, the family of the Belites, of Ashbel, the family of the Ashbelites, of Ahiram, the family of the Hiramites, of Shephupham, the family of the Shephamites, of Hupham, the family of the Hupamites. The sons of Bela were Ard and Naaman, the family of the Ardites, and of Naaman, the family of the Naamites. These are the sons of Benjamin after their families, and those who were counted of them were 45,600. These are the sons of Dan after their families, of Shuham, the family of the Shuhamites. These are the families of Dan after their families. All the families of the Shuhamites, according to those who were counted of them, were 64,400. The sons of Asher after their families, of Imnah, the family of the Imnites, of Ishvi, the family of the Ishvites, of Beriah, the family of the Berites, of the sons of Beriah, of Heber, the family of the Heberites, of Malchiel, the family of the Malchalites. The name of the daughter of Asher was Sirah. These are the families of the sons of Asher, according to those who were counted of them, 53,400. The sons of Naphtali, after their families, of Jaziel, the family of the Jazilites, of Guni, the family of the Gunites, of Jazer, the family of the Jezerites, of Shilam, the family of the Shilamites, these are the families of Naphtali, according to their families, and those who were counted of them were 45,400. These are those who were counted of the children of Israel, 601,730. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, To these the land shall be divided for an inheritance, according to the number of names. To the more you shall give the more inheritance, and to the fewer you shall give the less inheritance, Everyone, according to those who were counted of him, shall his inheritance be given. Notwithstanding, the land shall be divided by lot. According to the names of the tribes of their fathers they shall inherit. According to the lot shall their inheritance be divided between the more and the fewer. These are those who were counted of the Levites after their families, of Gershon, the family of the Gershonites, of Kohath, the family of the Kohathites, of Merari, the family of the Merarites, these are the families of Levi, the family of the Libnites, the family of the Hebronites, the family of the Malites, the family of the Mushites, and the family of the Korites. Kohath became the father of Amram. The name of Amram's wife was Jochebed, the daughter of Levi, who was born to Levi in Egypt. She bore to Amram Aaron and Moses, and Miriam their sister. To Aaron were born Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar. Nadab and Abihu died when they offered strange fire before Yahweh. Those who were counted of them were twenty-three thousand, every male from a month old and upward, for they were not counted among the children of Israel, because there was no inheritance given them among the children of Israel. These are those who were counted by Moses and Eleazar the priest, who counted the children of Israel in the plains of Moab by the Jordan at Jericho, 
But among these there was not a man of them who were counted by Moses and Aaron the priest who counted the children of Israel in the wilderness of Sinai. For Yahweh had said of them, They shall surely die in the wilderness. There was not a man left of them except Caleb the son of Jephunneh and Joshua the son of Nun. Chapter 27 Then the daughters of Zelophehad, the son of Hepher, the son of Gilead, the son of Maker, the son of Manasseh, of the families of Manasseh, the son of Joseph, came near. These are the names of his daughters, Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milcah, and Tirzah. They stood before Moses, before Eleazar the priest, and before the princes and all the congregation, at the door of the tent of meeting, saying, Our father died in the wilderness. He was not among the company of those who gathered themselves together against Yahweh in the company of Korah, but he died in his own sin. He had no sons. Why should the name of our father be taken away from among his family, because he had no son? Give to us a possession among the brothers of our father. Moses brought their case before Yahweh. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, The daughters of Zelophehad speak right. You shall surely give them a possession of an inheritance among their father's brothers. You shall cause the inheritance of their father to pass to them. You shall speak to the children of Israel, saying, If a man dies and has no son, then you shall cause his inheritance to pass to his daughter. If he has no daughter, then you shall give his inheritance to his brothers. If he has no brothers, then you shall give his inheritance to his father's brothers. If his father has no brothers, then you shall give his inheritance to his kinsman, who is next to him of his family, and he shall possess it. This shall be a statute and ordinance for the children of Israel, as Yahweh commanded Moses. Yahweh said to Moses, Go up into this mountain of Byram, and see the land which I have given to the children of Israel. When you have seen it, you shall be gathered to your people, as Aaron your brother was gathered. Because in the strife of the congregation you rebelled against my word in the wilderness of Zin, to honor me as holy at the waters before their eyes. These are the waters of Meribah of Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin. Moses spoke to Yahweh, saying, Let Yahweh the God of the spirits of all flesh appoint a man over the congregation, who may go out before them, and who may come in before them, and who may lead them out, and who may bring them in, that the congregation of Yahweh may not be as sheep which have no shepherd. Yahweh said to Moses, Take Joshua the son of Nun, a man in whom is the Spirit, and lay your hand on him. Set him before Eleazar the priest, and before all the congregation, and commission him in their sight. You shall give authority to him, that all the congregation of the children of Israel may obey. He shall stand before Eleazar the priest, who shall inquire for him, by the judgment of the Urim before Yahweh. At his word they shall go out, and at his word they shall come in, both he and all the children of Israel with him, even all the congregation. Moses did as Yahweh commanded him. He took Joshua and set him before Eleazar the priest and before all the congregation. He laid his hands on him and commissioned him as Yahweh spoke by Moses. Well, that's the reading for this week. I look forward to reading with you again next week.